0: Good morning and welcome to the First Unitarian Universalist Church of Austin. We're a spirited community dedicated to the free search for truth and meaning, and I'd like to extend a welcome to you. We come from a heritage of teaching that there is a spark of the divine in every person. So the way that we greet the divine in our midst is by turning to the person to your right and left and welcoming them here this morning. Let us say together the words by which we light the chalice, which is the symbol of our faith. Love is the spirit of this church, and service is its law. This is our great covenant to dwell together in peace,
1: to seek the truth in love, and to help one another. Our call to worship this morning is from the novel Dune by Frank Herbert. <clears throat> I must not fear. Fear is the mind killer. Fear is the little death that brings total obliteration. I will face my fear. I will permit it to pass over me and through me. And when it has gone past, I will turn the inner eye to see its path. Where the fear has gone, there will be nothing. Only I will remain.
0: The mission you see written on the wall is the one that has guided us for the past seven years, and we have made great progress under its guidance. Today, the board is presenting the new ends that they have um, created from feedback from the congregation, and the mission is somewhat new as well. Right after this service, you can go into Housen Hall and see what is different and how it is different and how it feels. But for right now, we are saying this mission. Together, we gather in community to nourish souls,
1: transform lives, and do justice. Today's meditation reading is spoken by the wizard Gandalf. And J.R.R. Tolkien's Lord of the Rings, The Return of the King. The rule of no realm is mine, neither Gondor nor any other, great or small. But all worthy things that are in peril as the world now stands, those are my care. And for my part, I shall not wholly fail in my task, though Gondor should perish, if anything that passes through this night can still grow fairer or bear fruit and flower again in the days to come. For I, too, am a steward. Did you not know? It makes our
0: job as stewards more sustainable if we can become quiet now and then. This is the time in our service when we breathe together quietly When it's an intergenerational service, we put one hand on our belly and one hand on our chest, and we breathe five deep breaths together, remembering that tiny child noises and the noises of life are part of the silence. We'll used to take karate lessons. Did any of y'all used to take karate? Anybody taking karate? Well, one of the things that they ask us to do is to try to learn to balance on one foot. Can anybody stand on one foot who's not busy doing something else? You want to try? They say it's easier if you pick one thing on the wall and just look at it. So you just stand on one foot and you can balance. Yeah, that's good. We had to do a hundred kicks for the black belt test, balancing on each foot. That was hard. But we did it. The other thing that uh, makes it easier to balance on one foot is if your mind is calm. Sometimes when you just can't balance, they say, just think about nothing. One of the things that makes our mind go off balance is being scared. It's hard to have balanced mind when you're scared. If y'all could talk in little voices that would make it easier for me. Little inside voices. Yeah. So the dune, the quote from Frank Herbert is, I must not fear. When I read this when I was 11 years old, it struck me like a religion. I must not fear. Fear is the mind killer. Fear is the little death that brings total obliteration. I will face my fear. I will permit it to pass over me and through me. And when it has gone past, I will turn the inner eye to see its path. Where the fear has gone, there will be nothing. Only I will remain. I don't know how many things y'all are scared of. I put one of my stupid little unfounded fears up on Facebook and I asked my Facebook friends. I said, "Do y'all have any stupid little unfounded fears?" Well, they did. One person was scared that a ceiling fan would fall on her head. Another person was scared that the light from the toll, when you go through a toll booth um, on the road, that the light would blind them. That was me, actually. Um, I go through the toll booths with my eyes closed. Don't tell anybody. Another friend was scared that she would fall through a sidewalk subway grate. Other people are scared of bees. I was so scared of bees when I was a little kid that I almost jumped out of a moving car because there was a bee in the car. I used to be really scared of spiders. No, you do not like spiders. And I, I have never really been scared of snakes, though, which is good because, as I told some of you, there was a snake under my foot last night while we were watching TV. <laughs> I thought the cat was playing with a hairband, and um, then he batted it up underneath my foot, and then it moved. <laughs> but I just went, oh, that's a snake, and took it outside. It will grow to maturity in our yard, I'm sure, between the chickens and the cats. Um, one of the things that a lot of grown-ups are scared of and a lot of kids are scared of, too, is making mistakes. Making mistakes. Like you say the wrong thing, or you have an accident at school, or you say something that hurts your friend's feelings. And sometimes you, it wakes you up in the middle of the night and you think about it. Or you think about it the first thing when you wake up in the morning. Has that ever happened to any grown-ups in here? Yeah. So some of the grown-ups wanted me to talk about a mistake that we made. So I'm going to talk about the mistake that we made right now. Beautiful. Um, there was a guy who called me who said he wanted to bring a film here about the water protectors. Uh, he had references. He had uh, links. I looked on the internet about him. Everything looked okay. Um, I, I emailed a group of volunteers and said, I don't have time to do this, and I'm going to be out of town. Do you guys want to do this? I think it would be great. He said he was going to bring some Navajo friends, musicians with him, and talk about water protectors. Anyway, it sounded fine. And so um, the group of volunteers brought him here, organized the whole thing, and uh, number one, his Navajo friends didn't come. Number two, the film wasn't very good, and it wasn't really all about water protectors, And but the worst thing is, he did some Native American rituals that should have been done by actual natives, but weren't. And the native folks from Austin who had come trusting this congregation to see the news about the water protectors found instead a kind of a culture vulture fake guy who was doing fake rituals and they were horrified and hurt and our volunteers were horrified and hurt and wondering how to fix the hurt that they had allowed to happen here and um, there was a lot of anger at our church because of this event. And our volunteers were crushed and upset. And here's what happens when we make mistakes. This is why we're scared to make them because they're terrible. You feel like you've, you feel like you've knocked your shoulder out of joint or something. It really hurts. And you feel like you've hurt somebody else, too, and you have to watch them hurt. And then we do this thing, some of us, called a shame spiral. And we just go down and down and down and go, oh, I'm so stupid. Why didn't I think? Because the thing that we didn't think about, we didn't forget to do it. We just didn't even think about it, was to reach out to the Native community here and say, what do you all know about this? Do you all want to? Would you like to host something like this? Because we don't feel like we are the ones to do this. We just didn't think about it. And now we will. (laughs) So in the shame of having made such a a mistake that seems obvious in hindsight, we, some of us, get really mad at ourselves, and then we want to fix it right away. But we don't know how to fix it right away, and we watch other people in pain because of us, and we are in complete distress about that. And that is a natural human response to making a bad mistake, a mistake that hurts other people. And so I want to tell you what I think we can learn once we sit with the pain of having made a mistake, we grieve. We almost go through all the stages of grief about the mistake that we've made. We're mad. We, we try to bargain. We, try to, we don't know how, how to think about it, how to analyze it. We try to make it right with the people we've hurt. We ask for forgiveness. We make amends. We ask the people who we've hurt to tell us about that hurt. Because you know what hurts even more is when somebody hurts you and then they go, I'm sorry. And then you, yeah, but I want to tell you about my hurt. And you go, no, I already said I'm sorry. That's, that's premature apology. No fair. You listen to the pain and then you reflect the pain and then you say you're sorry. And... You try not to make that same mistake again. But you will make other mistakes. That's the thing. I have a friend who uses a, a wheelchair, and she is very fierce about telling you what it's like to be in a chair and how she should be treated and how she should be spoken of and not spoken of. And um, she's a little bit scary. <laughs> And I told her, I'm a little scared to hang out with you because I'm worried I'm going to say something wrong and then you're going to yell at me. And she said, oh, you will say something wrong. And I'm just going to tell you about it and then we'll go on, okay? And I thought, wow, that's kind of relaxing. I will say something wrong, okay. I'm going to try not to but she's making room in our friendship for me to make a mistake or two. If we're too scared to make mistakes, we're scared to move in any way forward. We're scared to roll ahead. We're scared to walk ahead. We're scared to stand up. We're scared to sit we're scared to try new things, we're scared to talk, we we learn and we try to do challenging work, and we have to balance care and courage. We try to have both. We've just been through a really scary week here in Austin. It's been really scary because there was a really bad guy who was hurting people, murdering people. And and they're still doesn't seem to be much sense to it. And we can't stop living our lives, though. We have to have courage and we have to be careful. I used to live in a country where bombs went off all the time. Um, I was living in a town called Jerusalem. And I was living in an apartment and walking around the town and learning Hebrew. And uh, every fourth or fifth day there would be a bomb. This was 1976. And you could tell whether it was a sonic boom from the Air Force or whether it was a bomb. Because if it were a bomb, your ears would go like this. There would be a pressure change. And then there would be sirens. But if it was a sonic boom, there would be no in your ears. No sense of pressure. And there would be no sirens afterwards. And the people I was living around were... um, Very intentional about the way they lived in a town where bombs went off all the time. They said, we will not be intimidated. We will be careful. And so everybody was careful. If somebody left a backpack on the bus, everybody went, there's a backpack on the bus. Whose is it? We don't know whose it is. Get off the bus. The children were taught not to pick up anything off the sidewalk. Because sometimes there would be a $5 bill on the sidewalk, and it was very dangerous. And so everybody was alert and careful, and yet no one stopped living. In fact, no one spaced out at all. On the bus, if you just murmured to your neighbor, how do I get to such and such, your neighbor would tell you their idea, and then the lady in front of you would go, no, no, you're telling her all wrong. You got to go left down there and right, and then the bus driver would go, no, no, you're both wrong. You have to... Anyway, everybody was awake all the time. Fear is a mind killer, and you have to be intentional about keeping your mind and keeping your balance. And if you're too afraid to make a mistake, then you must take care of that and develop we're learning to develop our inner soul structure so that we can, after we feel the pain and the dismay, um, we can begin to um, think again and feel again and say, what do I need to do next? How can I listen? How can I make amends? How can I learn and then not fold up into an impotent ball of shame. Does that make sense? Because we don't do the world any good. And and sometimes when we've been traumatized before in our lives, like most adults have, we forget to breathe. And we forget to be curious with each other and we forget to be kind. And sometimes we go so hard toward our goal That we will give anything to make this happen and we begin to ride roughshod over people. There's an old wisdom story that addresses this. Don't listen kids because it's kind of (laughs) gross. It was said, although we loved gross stories from the Bible when we were kids. It was, and there are plenty. It was said in the old days that Thor made a circle around Middle Earth beating back the enemies of order. Thor got older every year and the circle occupied by humans and gods grew smaller. The wisdom god, Woden, went out to the king of the trolls and got him in an arm lock and demanded to know how order might triumph over chaos. How can we never do anything wrong again? How can we not make mistakes? How can we not live in chaos and live through this pain again? And the king of the trolls said,
1: Give me! Your left eye.
0: And without hesitation, Woden plucked out his eye and gave it to the king of the trolls and said, Now, tell me. And the king of the trolls grinned and said, You must watch
1: with both eyes.
0: (laughs) My friends... We need to not want it so badly that we give up our eyes. We need to watch with both eyes and be ready to make mistakes and be ready not to know some things and try to do better. And in fact, be open to making new mistakes. Our fear should only be of making the same old mistakes over and over. But new mistakes should hold no fear for us because that is the only way to move. Forward, And when you see a friend of yours who is burdened, who is sinking down, one of the ways to get your balance back is to reach out to them and say, are you okay? Can I help you? Can I take something off of you? You want some tea? You want to talk? Can we sit quietly together for a while? It's a way to get our balance back because we are stewards. All of us humans are called to be stewards of the earth and stewards of one another, stewards of wisdom, stewards of beauty, growth. Can we do it sustainably? Sometimes. Instead of our next hymn, I would like to change the hymn to a song that I wrote called All Will Be Well. Um, Kaya, my wife, is going to play it with me, and I would love it if you would sing it together with me if you want to. This is your part, should you choose to accept it. (laughs) she said all will be well all will be well all manner of things will be well i said julian do you not know do you not know about sorrow julian do you not know do you not know about pain I said, Julian, do you not know, do you not know about hunger? And Julian, do you not know, do you not know about shame? She said, all will be well, all will be well. All manner of things will be well. I said, Julian, do you not know, do you not know? about loneliness and julian do you not know do you not know about disease i said julian do you not know do you not know about cruelty i said julian it's too much brought me to my knees she said all will be well all Does not know, does not know about sorrow, Maggie. No one does not know, does not know about pain. And she said, no one does not know, does not know about sorrow. And no one does not know, does not know about shame. She said, all will be well. And she said no one does not know, does not know about loneliness And no one does not know, does not know about disease And she said no one does not know, does not know about cruelty She said I know it's <clears throat> too much, brought me to my knees Where I heard all will be well, all will be well Do you not know, do you not know about tenderness and baby girl? Do you not know, do you not know about friends? She said, baby, girl, do you not know, do you not know about the spirit? And she said, baby girl, do you not know it's only love that never ends? It's only love that never ends. And so all will be well, all will be well. All sounded beautiful Thank you so much. will you please say with me the words by which we extinguish our chalice we extinguish this flame but not the light of truth the warmth of community or the fire of commitment these we hold in our hearts until we are together again Remember the way of the wind and breathe and blow. Remember the way of the fire and spark